Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Period, the podcast for people who want all things real, raw and reputable where we smash taboos and break down stigmas. I'm your host Isabella Gosling and I will dive into today's episode in a moment but first I just want to give everyone a reminder about our upcoming online trivia night this Friday for Endo Awareness Month. So it is going to be such a fun night and I am just so so excited. Uh, It's going to be a great time to connect with the LTP fam, have some fun and win some awesome prizes. So the Spoonie Society have donated a prize, Your Bliss have donated, Mini Collection and also Meet Rosie. So there is some amazing prizes on offer and you get to have trivia fun. So you can play by yourself or play in a team and tickets are $10 regardless of which option you choose. So All of the details for that are in the show notes and I would absolutely love to see you there. Now let's get into today's episode. Okay, so today's episode is all about studying with a chronic illness. Now, if you are at uni, uni is going back this week or if you're at school, you have been back for a few weeks now. So I am here to give you my top tips on studying with a chronic illness. So let's get into it. Okay, so tip number one is all about blocking your time. So you need to really you need to really make the most of your time when you're chronically ill. So you can be fatigued, you can have appointments. So trying to get an idea of what you've got going on for the week and working around that. So breaking into chunks is just really helpful and that's what I found really helpful when I was studying and I finished studying at the end of last year. So this is especially important around assignment times but as well as you've got big lectures to listen to so sitting for three hours is generally like not achievable for me because I end up uncomfortable or in pain so setting little movement breaks even just having a quick walk around to get a cup of water or get something snack wise and even have like a bit of a stretch reheat your heat pack and restart reset you can also do some quick breathing and mindfulness exercises so you're not feeling super overwhelmed I know when I'm deep into an assignment and I have no idea what I'm doing or I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing taking a moment out to breathe and recenter is really really helpful especially if you are at school and you're doing your final year, year 12, and you're feeling really stressed, this is especially important. If you're really wanting to get into the like blocking your time technique, there's also the Pomerodo, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's a really cool technique where you set a timer for 25 minutes and you focus for that solid period of time and then you take a five-minute break when the timer goes off and then you just keep repeating that for as long as you need to do what you need to be doing. Okay, the next tip is to do one thing at a time. So it seems super simple, but it is also super easy to get overwhelmed with all of the tasks that need doing. So if you need to go through tutorial content, you need to watch a lecture, you need to start an assignment, or maybe you've got homework to do, you've got your assignment to do, you've got reading to do for class, it's a lot and you feel a bit overwhelmed. So writing down all of the tasks that you need to do and then breaking it down. So I like to start for the semester 
and what I have due when so I can really look across the semester of what's due where and then map it out from there. So I focus on the task that's due first or the most important task or the most important lecture or the most important thing that needs studying or reading. So I always try and break it down by doing that one thing at a time and trying to do the most important thing first instead of trying to do all of the things at once not very well. All right, the next tip is all about creating a study ritual. So this is to help focus your mind and know that it is study time. So getting into that pre-study ritual can just help to increase your focus and prepare that mind for study. So this could be like setting up your space, making sure the lighting's nice, lighting a candle so it smells lovely, making a cup of tea, or even spending your spending some time outside just breathing in that fresh air before coming in to get studying. Now the next tip is super important because a lot of people forget or don't really bother to take this one into consideration but if you are living with a chronic illness see your institution's disability team or your advocacy team or your support team because each faculty or facility will have a student services or student support team. Even if you're at TAFE or college, most unis have them as well. So trying to find out where they live and just having a meeting with them. Or if you're at school, you could even try and set up a meeting with your guidance officer. And if you're feeling a bit awkward and uncomfortable, make sure you bring your parent along with you if you're at school. Um, So you can get educational adjustments. So this might look like extra time on assignments or extensions. It might look like different requirements for exams. So maybe you're able to take the exam in a room by yourself and you're able to have extra movement breaks, get extra toilet breaks to get up and go to the toilet, all of those sorts of things. Or maybe it could look like, um, not coming in for lectures if they're not recorded, which, you know, they are at the moment, especially with COVID, but different adjustments just to make your study more accessible for you. Uh, You can bring along any supporting documentation from your specialist or your GP, but your institution that you're studying at will often have forms that your care provider can fill in. So, Um, It could be a good idea to chat with them first, see what they need, and then making an appointment with your GP and specialist to fill out any paperwork that might need doing. But I'd really recommend doing this. I had a, a disability support plan for my teaching degree and that just allowed me extra time for assignments. So if I was flaring really hard, I knew that I had that extension so I didn't have to push through when I was feeling horrific. Alrighty, our next tip, make the most of high energy time. So if you know that you're feeling most alert in the morning, block that time out for studying. Or if you're feeling more energetic in the evening, block that time out for study. So work around what time period works best for you. Or if you know you're having a day that is just not a great day and you need to rest take that time out. Do not try and force yourself to study because you're not going to retain that information anyway. 
your energy's lower, your mood's lower, it's just not, it's not going to flow as well. So if you are having that low energy or that pain flare day, try and like plan out your next week, what you could do there to study here and there or what needs doing when. This is especially important um, if you don't have that disability plan or that support plan for uni because, you know, you don't have that extra time generally, but most institutions have them. So again, I'm going to go back to that previous tip. Please just have a chat with them. They can be really understanding and really, really helpful. Okay, my next tip is to make use of your institution's support services, but this is all to do with counselling. So every facility that I have looked into um, in Australia, they offer some type of student support for counselling-wise. So being a student is really draining money-wise, so you generally don't have a lot of money. So Um, This service means that you can access support for free. So you can see a counsellor and just chat through anything that you might need to talk through for free. So that is a really good, good service. And I really recommend working through and using it. Um, They might not specialize in chronic illness and that's okay, but they could even just be helpful with working through feelings of overwhelm and anxiety around trying to manage study. And especially when you are living with that chronic illness. So even just having a chat with them if you're feeling overwhelmed can make all of the difference. And my last tip, if you aren't able to study full time, don't beat yourself up. Take it at your own pace. You will get it done in your own time. And just because your pathway might look different to somebody else's doesn't mean it's wrong or that it's not as successful. You are still going to achieve exactly what you want to achieve, even if it might look different or take longer. So even when you're doubting yourself or you're feeling really stressed and you don't know how you're going to do it or how you're going to get through, know that you will. You have that strength in yourself you are more than capable and even if you're going two subjects at a time instead of the normal four subjects for uni for example or if you're doing TAFE part-time you will get there and just know that I believe in you. I hope that these tips are helpful for you. If you have any other tips that you use when it comes to studying with a chronic illness or going to uni, TAFE or school, I would love to hear them. Why don't you come over to the Let's Talk Period community on Facebook and you can share them over there so everyone in the group can get all of your tips too and we can all work together to make study easier for everybody in the group. If you haven't got your tickets yet to the Let's Talk Period online trivia night, I want you to get on it ASAP. The ticket details are all in the show notes. So it's this Friday at 7pm Queensland time or 8pm New South Wales and Victoria and Canberra time. Tickets are just $10 and you can win some awesome prizes if you are our trivia champ. So there is prizes for first, second and third, as well as a virtual lucky door prize. 
and it is going to be a fun night with eight categories of trivia and you can play by yourself or in a team. So tickets are available in the show notes, so grab them now. If you did enjoy this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or a family member or anyone who you think might enjoy the show, or even share that you're listening on your Instagram stories or grid. This just helps to find new listeners for the Let's Talk Period podcast and help to grow the Let's Talk Period community because this is an independent podcast and it's just me, myself and I running all of the bits and bobs around here. Other than that, I will be back in your ears on Wednesday with a brand new interview episode. Let's Talk Period is produced for educational purposes and the information, recommendations and topics talked about does not constitute medical advice or take into consideration your personal circumstances or medical history.